Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle! And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch. Oh, it's the 447th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I just asked what episode it was off air, guys, for all of you at home, and then I didn't use it. (laughs) There we go. Okay, but welcome to the 447th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We have the fish himself. We have Dr. Shamu. And then we've got, of course, the uh, wonderful Fluffiest Fumzikot. Hi! And we've got a we've got a show for you today. I don't know how it's gonna go. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be controversial or what. I I honestly don't know. This has like I I'm a little worried because of just like the blowback that like the topic today has gotten just in the community, <laughs> and it being worse than Dexit and knowing what happened when we were on the wrong side. Well, wrong side in quotes of Dexit. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what happens now. <laughs> <laughs> I can only promise to behave myself i can make no promises for anyone else welcome to the puckle podcast uh, where we talk everything pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to uh, any everything in between and outside of it apparently now apparently we're playing uh apparently we're playing multiplayer online battle arena games so uh all right so on that note though uh how have you guys been what have you been up to shamu it's been a long time since you were on the show Right, been like ages, decades, maybe. It, it feels like it feels like a week. Uh, no, no, it's been more. <laughs> it, it, it's been like a week, maybe a day. You know what's you know what's worse is like you were on a show on the show for a while, but I didn't notice only because you and I talk so often. Because <laughs> like for some people, some people I I talk to them very little outside of the show. Um, we're still friends outside of the show, but like actually physical voice to voice like talking doesn't happen much outside the show. Yeah, we were well camping out in just like general helps. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Come join, have fun, party. <laughs> we're hanging out usually. Yeah, we so. hang out. We hang out. Well, I sleep. But yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. We're sorry that you live on the wrong side of the planet. Well, not the wrong side, just the other side. That's better. That's 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's the correct answer. <laughs> that's the correct answer. Um. Uh, what about you, Whimsicott? What have you, or I guess Shamu, what have you been doing? You didn't tell me. We just talked about you being uh, in voice. Nothing really. Uh, I think their draft league's gonna, we got that stuff situated, so that will be. Yeah, draft league. Nice. That's gonna be exciting. We got, we finally got like conferences and all that. Um, summer league also is starting very soon. It should be this week. <laughs> I think I it's supposed to start by the first. Yeah, I believe like. By the first. But yeah, by the first will be started. I'm not, I think. We have the rule. Uh, I think it'll probably be on the first. 
Not I think not. it'll probably it'll probably officially start on the first. I think we said if the gym leaders wanted to, they could quote unquote open up early. Yeah. We we have that. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm still waiting. I'm working with the uh I'm working with the pin makers to finish okay. up the uh finish up the new pins. Uh it's it, like uh I have to wait for them to get me a proof. It's going to take a couple days for that. Probably not until Monday or something. And then I need to wait for uh once we get the proof. It's like another like 2 2 3 weeks. Then we get them, but then we'll have like a full set of puckle badges, which will be pretty cool. I'm going to like hang them on my wall. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a post though when summer league is like actually finished. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, well, oh, in the Discord we'll have an announcement. It'll definitely it'll definitely be by the first though. I think that's the target date. I think it's by the first of July. I am very grateful that we waited until DLC just because it gives you more Pokemon. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> just because it gives you more mods to play with. That's all. That's the only thing. But yeah, uh, what about you, Whimsicott? What have you been up to? So I got the Isle of Armor, I played through the Isle of Armor, and this brings us full circle from the very first time I got my toes into the podcast when I wrote my first mailbag whining about the fact that I had never found a random playthrough shiny. Oh, I really? finally found one. Really? What was it? <laughs> It was a Vanipede. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's like a good one. Yeah, it's a really good one, except it's not hidden ability. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, not so good at that point. No. At least if you have poison point, you can make it defensive. Not Maybe. Uh, it does have poison Maybe. point. Uh, Scron has been kind enough to give me a set that he thinks can work in VGC for a non-hidden ability Scolipede. I'll see about that. In the meantime, Mr. Number One, because apparently I have feelings about the way I perceive Commander Riker in the next generation, but that's a very long story that we don't need to get too into, like, right now. Uh, giant spiky bug. Uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy. Uh, I can finally, I don't know, say that I found a random playthrough shiny, although it really wasn't full odds. <laughs> Of the way the game works, and because I have the shiny charm and stuff, it's still like one out of thirteen hundred, though. Like that's it's like yeah, it's still not it's still not high odds. Uh, depends on how many. That's not true. Okay, okay. So how many Vinipedes you knocked out? Okay, yeah. That is that is okay. Okay, Let, let's step back. They and fixed just like, that. No, they didn't fix. Or was that. that never the case? So so it's broken. So, like, let's talk about everybody who praises Sword and Shield and just, like, it's amazing. And I go, well, I w like, if you want to do anything outside of just, like, standard play Pokemon, I don't think it is. Be just because, like, one, you can't play OU, essentially, uh, and other things like that. But but this is another one. Like, if you're a shiny hunter, you should hate Swish. Oh, yeah. Because all they gave you, they, they gave you Masuda method, and that's it. Because the one where they're just like, well, if you knock out 500 of a species, it ranks up, like, the amount, the chance it'll be shiny. And that's kind of true, except that only works 3% of the time. Oh. 3% of your encounters will have that encounter rate. That's... So you're at, like, full odds anyway. So what's the point? That's really weird math. Thanks. But it's only if, if you hit, like, 400, I think it still is better. It's like, once it hits 500, it breaks it. I believe yeah, it's something it like that. It's something like that. I, I just like, know it's if you, broken. If you're in between 400 and 500, you're fine. But once you hit 500 or above it, I think it kills it. I just know, I just know it's broken. Weird. And it's such a stupid thing to be broken. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, just give us, like, make a good shiny hunting method. You did once. Once upon a time, you did a very good job. Arguably, they did it twice. I did enjoy the Pokey Radar. I enjoyed the Pokey Radar, and I enjoyed Dexnav. I think they were both amazing. Yeah. I just know a lot of people get upset with Pokey Radar. I mean, it, it can get frustrating, but if you're a patient kind of person, which you kind of have to be if you're a shiny hunter, yes. it's really nice. I honestly would be okay with Pokey Radar anyway, just because of... Um, I kind of miss it, to be honest. Well, so I miss when, like, like I, I hate horde battles because it kind of feels like you're in... Not horde battles, but SOS battles, because it kind of just feels like you're in autopilot while you're shiny hunting. Yeah. And I really hate that, because, like, Dexnav, I think, and also um, and also Pokey Radar took they they took quote unquote skill to do yeah and and so there was there was like a technique to learn Mm-mm. in that and much in the same way where like if you want to become good at competitive battling you have to learn the techniques to becoming a good competitive battler and I think I I like the fact that there was that kind of challenge still present in the game and now it's just gone because it's how many how many Wulus can you knock out. Exactly. And like Pokey Radar and Dexnav a little bit too. It was like if you put in the hard work, you're almost guaranteed yeah. to eventually find a shiny. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Which is really nice. Yeah, no, I used to I I used to use Dexnav just for like IVs to get like Pokemon to help mm-hmm. breed. And I would use Dexnav and the number of times I just like re- accidentally got a shiny as a result. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was or like hidden abilities even like there was a time where I was hunting I was trying to get hidden ability for Ralts mm-hmm. and I got the shiny Ralts before I got the hidden ability nice and I was just like <laughs> and well I mean I guess kind of I, I it was the most like disappointing shiny I think I ever caught because I'm just like I don't care about shiny Ralts I care about getting hidden ability Ralts <laughs> yeah but I mean um like some of Ralts's you know, sets oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's evolved are good without the hidden ability. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So it, it's fine though. It's fine. It is what it is. Um, myself, uh, I've been working on a few other things. We got the Puckle TCG mats in, which is very exciting. So if you filled out that sheet and you said yes, you want one, somebody filled out the sheet and said no, they wanted two, and I'm very confused because hmm. it said, hey, if, if I buy these, will you buy one? And they said no, but that they wanted two. So I don't know if I'm going to count that or not. <laughs> Maybe it averages out to one. Uh, I, I, like so, I'm going to be I'm going to be straight up with people. Like we ordered 25. I'm going to hold on to like five of them just for myself and just to give away if like we have them on hand or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have like 12 or 17 of the other ones like accounted for. And like what really what really bugged me was a lot of people came up to me after I said I ordered them on the show last week, and they're like, "Oh, can I get one?" And I'm just like, are you kidding me? I said fill out the sheet like three weeks in a row. <laughs> and you never did. So it, it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, a lot of those are accounted for already. So we'll see how, how many are left over. Uh, but on that note, we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news in the news. We've got quite a few things, not quite a few, but some. Uh, The first one that we're not going to use in the topic, but Pokemon Cafe Mix came out this week. Hey. 
It's literally, uh, I've played it for a little bit on Switch. I think I'd much rather play it on mobile. It's much more meant to be a mobile game. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, it, uh, so I would call it 100% the successor to, what is it, um, Pokemon Shuffle. Yeah. From what I've seen. Like, I don't know that there's energy or anything. I haven't run into that. I played like six or seven levels. I know there's like a hundred of them right now. I just did tutorial stuff, really. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't run into any issues where I can't keep playing, but I can see it turning into something like, what is it, like Shuffle, where it's just like, oh, after so many moves, I couldn't figure it out, so I have to do this now, mm. or something like that. I, I don't know that I'm, like, super keen on the gameplay either. Like, as in terms of a puzzle game, I think I'd much rather play other puzzle games, personally, but... I don't know if I really consider it a puzzle game. I think it technically is, but, like... I think that's what they call it. Oh. The whole they they call it a puzzle style, but it doesn't really feel. I agree with that. You you connect Pokemon and then you move that line of Pokemon to either yeah to break objectives or you just like need to connect them. There's certain requirements for each level. Like one of the gimmicks early on, sugar cubes. You need to like put Pokemon mm-hmm. around, like you need to connect Pokemon and surround the sugar cubes to like and then do that multiple times to break them. Yeah, I I wasn't a big fan, uh, but that's just me. If like they, they, I think they try to make it more uh, fresh later on, but like it, it feels very stale already. Yeah, I'm already like it's like I'm already kind of sick of it through the tutorial. It's like mm-hmm. okay, this is what this is. All right, this isn't really. I'd rather do like something like Troze or even I think Tro- Shuffle was Troze, correct? Shuffle was essentially Troze. Yeah, I like Troze. So it's like I'd rather probably play like something like that. I I really did like Troze. I I'm a fan of Troze. Like you had more control, I think, over Troze, but maybe I'm not far enough. Yeah. And it, yeah, I I don't know, like don't t- don't take it from me cuz I've only played like 7 or 8 levels. Maybe it gets better after like level 20 or something. Yeah. My main like the factor that is touch screen only, so you can't play Yeah. It. I wish you could so play like, it on the oh. Switch. I wish you could. Like playing it on the Switch to actually do things would be great. It makes sense with how it does play how you have to Oh play yeah, yeah, yeah. Screen, but like I just don't like that personally. I prefer Playing it. If I yeah. can play docked, I want to play docked. I don't want to like undock my switch and just. Unfortunately, we're in the minority. See, Shamu, that is what the Wii U gamepad was for. See, yeah. I would have done that, right? Like, <laughs> oh no! You, you know what they should do? They should come out Bring with the Wii. the Wii U. They should come out with a gamepad for the Switch. That's what they, they should could. do. They, That's no, what they should do. Make the Wii U gamepad for the Switch. Yeah, totally. They, they honestly should. They honestly should. If they're going to keep making like the, because there's this isn't like the first game on the Switch where it's just like touchscreen is preferable. <laughs> give us a Mm-mm. give us a Joy-Con. Give us a Joy-Con attachment that has a touchscreen in the middle. Give us a a Switch attachment that's just a Switch. So give us exactly. Sell us a tablet that connects to our original. Honestly, I just want a drawing tablet. I just want like a drawing tablet for my Switch. That's all I want. You so, know. So you so you want the? <laughs> We're talking about an attachment that's just a second tablet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's the second console. Yeah, Switchception. Uh, all right, Shamu, tell us more about what else happened in uh, in uh, with the Zero Aura raids this week. All right, so we have series five rules now. So well, no, we skipped. We skipped ahead. Wrong. Uh, there's two different shades oh, of purple because I forgot. Uh, I'm bad. That's your fault. This is your yeah. Fault. No, 100. Uh, percent Zero aura raids are. They, well, we hit the one million mark, but there were aura raids. I think we had like so now, 1.5. I saw. Uh, that's I. It was a while ago. But last I was aware, it was like 1.4, and yeah, it's probably up higher now. But 
So, uh, you'll be able to receive a shiny their aura by placing a Pokemon into Pokemon Home between June 30th and July 7th. So, by the time this is out, I think like the day after. Uh, yeah, I think it's Tuesday. Uh, I think it's Tuesday. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, put a Pokemon in Wednesday just to be safe, or do it then, either or. Well, I think as long as you've connected your Pokemon Home to Swish, I think essentially you I can think, just I grab it. Fine. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Pretty much. You have to do one operation. Yeah. Yeah. So, do it between then, you'll get a shiny there or we don't know anything else about it other than it's a shiny there or aura. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty hype. Yeah. I'm glad that they at least, like, gave this to us. Like, hey, here's the shiny last Pokemon, here you go. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, it was nice. It was, I think there should be more raid events like that than just, like, the G-Max events we've had. Yeah, that's what they should do. Mm-mm. Because it was really hype, like, just playing with, like, the level 100 Zero Aura. I enjoyed the raids like that, like, and then yeah. the, the, the Mewtwo from before, when we yeah. got, like, all the good mm. items. Those are, those are hype. I just didn't get to play them much. Those were exciting. I really like that in the Mewtwo. I, like, get hitting up, like, a shiny Zero Aura, because, uh, the di- for those, like, I, I know a lot of people were salty, because it's, like, a shiny I can't catch, but they did it so that it was, like, a poke, it was a way to tell that that was a level 100 Zero Aura versus a level 60 or something. Yeah. And, like, that one took time to figure out to do and beat. Like, I miss, I like, that's what I wanted from raids from the get-go. It's just, like, give me something where, like, we're going to have to sit down and figure it out. Yeah. I want that real bad. And they gave it to me with Zero Aura. And so I'm hoping, we're, we're getting another raid rotation, I think, starting on the 29th or 30th. And It might I, just be a filler one, or it might be, like, an Isle of Armor thing. Oh, it definitely is. I, I 100% believe it's just some kind of filler. But I would love it if they did Zero Aura-type stuff again. I would love it. Yeah, we'll get we'll definitely get it again. We'll probably get something much harder in, like, Crown Tundra. Oh, yeah, this one Ground Tundra drops. This is absolutely. all flat out, like, flat out, this is all testing for that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's trying to find out, where's the cap, where, like, are these things doable, are these things not, do we want... This was probably, this, like, this, too easy? It reminds me a lot of the, uh, what was it, they had that in Sun and Moon, or Ultra Sun and Moon, where it was, like, here are the challenges to do, and, like, the first one was, like, way too high. Yeah, they expected way and too then, much. And then, after that, they went, then they made them way too low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think this one was done very well. I think part of it is they didn't do it right as the game launched like they did with the other ones. They did it after, uh, like, six months of the game being out. So they had some data on, like, how many people were doing raids and stuff like that. So they could get a good feeling for it. And I think it was good. I think, I mean, it was done well. Because, like, we didn't, like, crush it, crush it, but we beat it. And they they give you rewards on top of it. If you beat it by X amount, you get so much more. Because I think you get Armorite. Like, we get a piece of Armorite or something like that for every... For every hundred thousand, we are over a million. Good on them. Uh, I think so. Something I like that. that. Yeah, there's something like that. You get we get extra stuff if we hit, b- break the million. All right, Whimsicott, tell us what else is happening. On July third, the next episode of Twilight Wings will be released. That's it. Ooh, uh, I don't know who it's supposed to follow. I don't think I don't think we know. But yeah, Twilight Wings, yay! That thing that we forget about until it shows up, and then we forget about it. <laughs> I've never watched any of them. Uh, Me neither. I'll just wait until they're all out. I'll be completely honest. I don't think you're missing anything. Oh, okay. I think the only thing you would have missed um, was just like the quote unquote drama that happened with the last Twilight Wings when it was focused on Nessa and she was like out in the lake and then there were just random Seal and Dugong with her. And then apparently the Japanese audience complained that Seal and Dugong weren't in Sword and Shield and this was a false representation. <laughs> And then, and then, and then they actually issued an apology about it. Wow, that's funny. That's very funny. That's pretty. The fact that they had issued the apology, I think, is funny. Like, 
Like, that's what you're going to issue an apology for? That quickly, too. Yeah, I'm just like, that's hilarious. Okay. It took them two weeks to, like, respond to, like, the Dexit stuff. Uh, it took them a day or two to respond to people complaining dugongs and Twilight Wings. <laughs> like, what? Wow. Yes, it was. Uh, it's weird. Mega Lucario showed up in the anime this past week in Japan because Megas exist everywhere, but the mainline game says P. Mickey. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I can't believe I'm. I'm more upset that they showed up in Mystery. If they wouldn't have showed up in Mystery Dungeon DX, I don't think I'd be as upset. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shami. Now you can talk about the video game stuff. Oh, can I? Can yeah. I? Yeah, I'll allow it. Oh, okay. I, 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 no, you're allowing it. I don't want to do it. No. I, I'll do it then. <laughs> Uh, Go for it. <laughs> new rules for Series 5 of Online can be downloaded now. Galar Hatched and Battle Ready Pokemon Mark can be used online. Uh, this allows for Terrakian, Cobalion, and Verizion, Alolan Raichu, Alolan Marowak, Alolan Executor, as well as Cantonian Weezing, among a few others, are will be available to battle uh, in the official rules. Um, the thing that I think is weird about this is the because they're also doing this for like VGC, where they're allowing the Three Musketeers and like Urshifu and stuff like that. I find the Three Musketeers very weird because they've always been very good about making sure that it's Pokemon that are available in the current generation Mm-mm. for, like, their season of VGC. And now it's just like, yeah, the, the Musketeers are available now. Well, I mean, they're probably planning on doing a raid. So what will probably happen is next next oh, you next know what? rotation yep. will probably be a Lowlands. And maybe the Cantonian Weaving will probably maybe. be that next rotation. Then the one after that will probably be Three Musketeers. I, I can definitely, you know that. what? You're probably right. I could totally see us getting raids. Why for... would they put that in there if they're not going to allow us to get them? Well, so the Alolans are already in the games and the Cantonians. Oh, and the Cantonian are. Weezing. In fact, the matter that they'll make it more, they'll make them. Yeah, uh, I think I think the Musketeers are more, much more quote unquote urgent. I'm saying that a lot today, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think those are more urgent because those aren't those are inaccessible in the game as of right now. Yeah, and a heads up, this is what we're using for summer league, so do you, you will yeah. probably want to have these rules downloaded. Yes. Yes, and yes, yes. This, this is what these are like. Anything available in this is what will be. Yes, summer this is what we're using for summer league because we can't do OU. And this is also partial thing we were waiting for and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Whimsicott. Let's talk some Pokemon Go because this is the Pokemon Go segment now. It is indeed. So there's a GoFest coming up, and they've announced several leading events for the GoFest. So there's a three-week event, and each week has different features. The first week is from July 3rd to July 8th. That's not really a week, but whatever. It focuses on skills, and it will coincide with the fourth anniversary of Pokemon Go, which is on July the 6th, if I remember correctly. It includes timed research that introduces Ducklet and Swanna and the Fly Pikachu, which doesn't mean the Pikachu is fly as in cool, it means it knows fly. It adds Shiny Pidoff to the game, and there are tasks for each team to complete, and if uh, 1 million players from each team complete the timed research, then different spawns are unlocked in GoFest. There will be a wow. return of... Yeah, you're working for someone else, essentially, if you don't have a ticket. Um, <laughs> Jumpstart yeah. Research is I going bought a to ticket. return. I bought a ticket, though. Everybody can buy a ticket this year. It's yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't think I'll be bothered. I just I just know I will buy it and then play for like 30 minutes and it will not be worth it. I, I think my thing is going to be more that my friends Mark and Ryan are going to want to play. Hi, Mark and Ryan. Oh, hi. Uh, and they're going to... But like, it's going to be like... For the lack of a better word, they're going to drag me out to go play. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, because like, I, I like Pokemon, obviously, but I don't know if I like eight hours walking around playing Pokemon Go like Pokemon. Yeah, especially <laughs> in the summer heat in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's, that's my feeling. So the final thing that is going to happen in the first week is that ho will be more frequently featured in raids. The second week goes from July the 10th to July the 15th. Again, that is not a full week. I don't know why they're calling them weeks or where. Uh, it focuses on battles. The timed research is going to feature a Hitmonlee and a super rocket radar, among other things. And again, if 1 million players uh, from each team complete the timed research, they unlock spawns for GoFest. The final week, it goes from the 17th to the 22nd of July, it focuses on friendship, it introduces with the timed research Petalil, and it features Alolan Raichu. There's going to be summer-themed Pokémon in Eggs and in the Wild, it will introduce Shiny Bellsprout, and again, 1 million players from each team have to complete the timed research to unlock spawns in GoFest. I would just like personally to point out that at this point, everyone and their mother from Gen 5 is out in the game. Petalil is going to be introduced, Petalil, which is the counterpart to Cottony, which evolves into Whimsicott, but again, there is no mention of Whimsicott being in Go anytime soon, and I'm starting to get a little impatient. Well, you know it'll happen before Megas come out, probably. Possibly. So that's that's nice. Maybe that's nice. Maybe yeah. Maybe is a good question. Why, wait. So there's special research featuring a Lolan Raichu, but no special research involving involving like a Lolan Marowak. I still need a Lolan Marowak. <laughs> uh, I think I need it too. <laughs> I need that too. I need that one because like I've got a Lolan Raichu because it's a three star raid, so I yeah, can solo it. But Marowak I can't is solo four. Alolan... Same. Yeah, I can't solo a Marowak. Same. So I need I need that. Maybe they can introduce. Maybe they can introduce raiding with friends. Mm. Remember when they said they were going to do that? Yeah, I remember. By the end of June, looks at watch. <laughs> it's June twenty seventh. Um, all right, uh, all right. Uh, there's uh, also a bug out event going on. I didn't realize it's going on until July first, so that's Thursday. Uh, you get two times catch experience during it as well, and so on July on July. Or June 29th and 30th, you can get increased spawns for Wurmple. And on July 1st, you can get increased spawns of Scyther. Actually, that's worth it. The Scyther's yeah. worth it. I'll probably pick it up for a day for Scyther, to be honest. Yeah, I'll probably do it for Scyther just to get, like, Scissor. Really? <laughs> nothing else. Have, just to have stuff for it. That's my thing. It's like, I'll have, like, have at least enough candy to try to get a Scizor whenever yeah. I get an item next year or the year after. Also, Zekrom is still in uh, five, uh, Pokemon 5-star raids. I'm just waiting for Kyurem to even try to raid anything. Yeah, in addition to that, uh, we're going to be giving away Cub Fu and Urshifu uh, for the patrons this month, or in July, so keep an eye out for that. We already posted, like, a bunch of dates, like, a ton of dates, like, something like eight dates or something like that, where you can pick up Cub Fu and Urshifu. I think it's going to be, I think the difference is the Urshifu gets switched what kind of Urshifu it is each week, mm-hmm. just because we found that if we try to put too many different variations of Pokemon all at, all at once, people end up not sharing the code very nicely. And they end up with, like, three of one kind and none of the other kind that they want. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just going to do one at a time. Uh, But on that note, I think that's everything in the news. So we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. (laughs) 
and welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Shamu and Whimsicott are going to be operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions in a race to 30 points with their fellow co-hosts. Uh, today, they have a chance for a possible total of seven points, one for each question they answer. One of the questions will have a bonus point attached to it, and it, they have a lifeline uh, in the form of a hint that they can use throughout the questions. But if they get all the questions correct without using it, they can cash in for an extra point, making it seven. Uh, this segment, as always, is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all your anime nerdy needs. Yeah, I got through that faster than I usually get through this. I did good today. <laughs> good job. So, if we're ready... Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, if you send in a question, by the time one of the co-hosts hits 30 and gets their $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com, you too could possibly earn a $20 credit to AnimeGravy.com. All you have to do is get one of your questions right on the show. And you do that by going over to the Discord uh, trivia channel. So let's go ahead and uh, get to it. So our first question is going to be from Backslash. Oh, wait, Rivy didn't update. This is from last week. So you almost got a good correct, good question there, Shamu. You knew the answer to that. <laughs> All right. So this next one is from Retro Typhlosion. What is the heaviest fighting type Pokemon? Ooh. Um, I would say Hariyama, but I don't, I feel like there might be something heavier, to be honest. So, Hari. I don't think, I think that's just flat out is Hariyama. Well, that's a very good answer. Let's take a few seconds to think of other possibilities. Because um, that's like one of the legends. So everything that's really heavy that I can think of is not a fighting type. Yeah. Um... I was wondering if one of the musketeers is heavier for some reason, but I don't think well, they are. Well, Kabalion is steel, but it's pretty, like, streamlined as a design. I think Hariyama is, like, 336 or something weird like that. Like, it's not, like, 500, but I think it's, like, 300, high 300 that, or mid 300. That's, that's a very specific thing to remember. <laughs> 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 don't ask why. I just know things about this summer sometimes. Okay. Uh, um, well, I'm I'm down to answer that. I mean, Arshifu is big, but it's not Hariyama big. And yeah, I don't think the the Wushu bear is uh, super heavy. No, it it looks kind of cuddly even when it evolves. Um, hmm, fighting type, fighting type. No, no, I'm just going through the gens real fast. No, no, no. Yeah. No, well, can't think of anything. I yeah, nothing is like working. Like my brain's not like going any further than Hariyama. <laughs> it's just. Like, <laughs> then, I no, mean, you no. even remembered how much it weighs. I'm um, gonna need an answer. I'm gonna need an answer. Let's go with that one, Shimu. I trust you. I'm hoping it's Hariyama. Hariyama is unfortunately incorrect. It's uh, it's second place though. Um, and I almost want to give it to you just because the first place is Zamazenta. Oh. Um, which is, it, I mean, it's like three times heavier than Hariyama when it's in its crown form. I don't even think its regular form, though, is heavier than Hariyama. It is not. I'm going to look this up. I want to know. It is not. <laughs> um, it is, well, so Hariyama is 559.5 pounds. It's actually, it's heavier okay. than regular Zamazenta, but not the crown form Zamazenta. That's. Uh, okay. Um, I you know what? I'll give it to you. I'll be nice. I'll give it to you. 
That'd be nice. You I guys get a point. Crown forms weight. I don't even see it. It's on, on Bulbapedia. It's underneath the uh, the uh, regular form, but that's fine. I'll give it to you because it's it's a it's a trick question. Blame type. Yeah, retro I, 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 went, I went to therapy and it's not even there. Blame retro typhlosion. Blame him. Say it right now. Just blame mm-hmm. him. If it's not on therapy, it's not true. That's how I go. <laughs> I don't trust Bulbapedia. <laughs> it screwed Crown over years ago. It's fine. We don't trust that. We don't trust Bulbapedia. This next question is from Liger. And he wants to know what type has gained the most resistances since its release. Has gained. Yes. The most resistances since its so introduction. Was that yeah. a question? Sorry, yes. I couldn't hear you yes. for a moment. Yes. So, but how it's worded that it's, it gained them? So changes. So mm. it gained resistances. Yes. So saying that were changed, and that so essentially it had to exist, and then during. I think it's poison. I think it's poison. Uh, because, um, poison, um, gained resistance to bug after Gen 1, and then it gained resistance to fairy. Yeah. When fairy was introduced. And then it does, does, no, dark resists poison, right? Uh, no. Is it the vice versa, or is it not at all? No, it, uh, they have no interaction whatsoever. They don't? Oh, I thought they did. Yeah, but if you think about it, uh, I I can't think of anything else that gained resistances after it was introduced. Because, I mean, Steel... No, 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 it's Steel. It's Steel. Because Steel Steel also gained Fairy when Fairy was introduced. And it also gained uh, Ghost and Dark after Gen 5. No, it lost those. It lost those? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. It's reversed. That's why... Yeah, it... It had those, and then it lost them because then things like Metagross right, got right, 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 and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Because otherwise, Aegis Lush would have been a complete nightmare. Yeah, it would have been neutral to those two, and it's like it would have been yeah. a ground fire. Yeah. So but yeah, no, it, it still lost resistances. So um, when so I think it's poison. Types were introduced. Still was introduced, and it's resisted by electric and water, but those didn't gain any resistances. And I think it's poison. Mm-hmm. Because there was there's no changes. That's the thing. Like Mm-mm. this isn't like what they started with. It's what during the gameplay what changed and like with poison. Well, I mean, it I got mean, the bug and then it got fairy, the whole new type, which was an added interaction. Yeah, because the other two like they gained steel when steel was introduced, but then they they never they were never changes as you said. So yeah, I think it's poison. Poison is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is fire. Poison's close though. So fire originally in generation one didn't resist ice type. Oh my god! Uh, what? So it, yeah. What? Um, this. Uh, so ice. Uh, it gained an ice and steel resist in generation two, and then a fairy resistance, and then a fairy yeah. resistance yeah. in gen six. That is the that that is the I only reason. I never knew that fire didn't resist ice in generation. Neither one. did I until wow. today. I ha- I Thanks, Gen 1, that. best Gen, right? Best Gen in the game, right? Gen uh, 1, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Psychic types? Oh, not broken at all. Special stat? Who needs that? We've, we're fine. It's not, it's not broken. <laughs> we broke Shamu. Shamu started to get salty. <laughs> this is Gen Shenmue. 1, best Gen, right? <laughs> no, it's not. I will handedly admit that it's not. You will. But there are probably a million other that will say no. Yeah. Oh, Gen 1 definitely. Like, Gen 1's broken. Uh, all right. Next up is going to be your Pokedex entry question. 
which is going to be, I think, this week from... Because I'm trying to remember what we did last week. <laughs> I remember now. This one's from Egotistical Elected. This one is... This one is... It's Pokedex entry from Ultramoon Reads. It's goons take care of most of the fighting for it. The only time it fights dirty... it or the only time it dirties its own hands is delivering a final blow to finish off an opponent. Who's that Pokemon? I think we either hint, because this is Ultra Moon, and that means essentially it's anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay it, with that, using the like, hint. And we, we don't have, we can't cash it in. So. But, but, there is a question with multiple answers after this. So we can try to figure it out, and I, if we can't, have, we use the I hint. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not good so, with these, unless they're very obvious. Um, goons and a final blow, it's probably a dark type. I assume so. And something, um, goons. Is Honchcrow in uh, Ultramoon? I don't know how the, I don't remember the Pokedex. I further them away, the Pokedex is like, those entries are for like everything, because they had national decks mm. too. No, Ultramoon didn't have a national deck. Well, they didn't. They didn't have an entry for everything. No, I, I don't know. No. It's just like it's, it doesn't narrow anything down for me. Gen right. one, gen two for me, I can get because like I, look, there's 150 or 200. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Um. So what I'm thinking of is either Honchcrow or Gumshoes, but if you're not feeling it, we can totally use the hint. I I don't. Uh, it's whatever. We can go for either. We can go for... Uh, no, I'm okay with using the hint. Like, these are, like, shots in the dark. Like, literally. So, want to use the hint? Yeah, I'm okay with I'm okay with taking a shot in the dark for... I don't even know what you... Um, what's that Pokemon? Gumshoes. I'm okay with, like, saying that. Because I think that okay. might be it. And I, okay. It's better to save the hint for the multi, multiple answer anyways. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Uh, Gumshoes. Gumshoes is unfortunately incorrect. The answer's Honchcrow. <laughs> You've almost had it. You've almost had it. Uh, it it's Honchcrow. Honchcrow uh, delivers the final It blow. is the mobster Pokemon. It's it has mobs- goons. Yep. Trust an Italian to know about the mafia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this next question is from Hobby1K. It is worth two points because there's only two answers and Ruby didn't give me another option. So, uh, which types cannot be given to a Pokemon with the ability Protean or Libero? She shouldn't have answered this. This shouldn't be on. I already know this. Do you know this? No, we didn't do this one this last week. But we did it off. Oh, show. we did talk about it. Yeah, we did. Because it should be Dragon and Fairy. That that is correct. <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> Take your two points. Take your two points. <laughs> I forgot that we were talking about it. Take your two oh, points. Freebies. Yep. Someone forgot to take it off the dock. It's all uh it's all uh Ruby's fault. Alright, so your next question is your Pokedex entry, as always. Uh so this one is from Polywo, and he asks, What middle evolution has the highest base stat total? I hate this. Uh but you can you can attempt. <laughs> Which middle evolution has the highest base stat total? Yes. Well, we haven't used the hint yet. So. Oh yeah, that's true. 
It is a normal type Pokemon. Uh, oh. And it gained an evolution in Generation 4. That doesn't know. It was also an Isle of Armor. Porygon 2. Wait. Wait, yeah. no. 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 That doesn't narrow it down either. No. Wait. Uh, uh, how does it not narrow it down? Because Licky Licky's in there. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Licky's got think... like high HP and like decent overall stats. It's not like Porygon 2 level, I don't know, but it's just. Oh. It doesn't help. Mm. I think it's Porygon 2 still. It's just. Yeah, it's I don't know. Wait, no, no, middle evolution. No, it's Porygon 2. Yeah. No, I'm not, yeah. I was going no. to tell you. Wait, no. Because is, is Chansey high enough? Uh, Chansey is. Chansey they didn't gain a middle evolution in Gen 4. It gained a baby in Gen 4. But it also gained. But the thing is, the middle of. Oh, wait, wait, an evolution. It gained an he evolution in Generation 4. It gained 4. an evolution in Gen so, 4. Okay. It, it had. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of stay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's just not. It's a it has duck. To be Porygon. <laughs> it's a duck. It's a Porygon. Okay. It's Porygon two. Yeah, sure. Porygon two is the correct answer. There we go. How many points did you guys get? <laughs> I don't even remember. Was it four or five? Uh, four. Okay. I Seven. Say four. Seven. That sounds right. <laughs> 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 it was four points today. Uh, that does change up the standings. Um does change up the standings quite a bit so people are starting to pull ahead so in first place now we have whimsicott with 20 points in second place we have p mcgee with 16 points in third place we have shamu with 15 points in fourth place we have jushiro with 12 in a in a two-way tie for fifth we've got sublime and sigma with 11 in seventh place we have a two-way tie between seth Vilo and scrawn with 10 in ninth we have linium with five and in tenth we have basket bringing up the weird with zero yet to get on the board. So on that note, guys, we are going to take a short break and we're going to kick it on over to the topic. We will bring back more pokey quiz next week. So let's hit that topic. And this week we have another wonderful iTunes reviews from Paladins. Yo, I've been working late night shifts at the loud machine shop. So I've been listening to podcasts. I recently came across yours and I've been having so much fun. I'm not a Pokemon freak, but I've always loved it growing up. I just didn't have the means to get super into the games oh and i played a lot of rom hacks on my phone and i've also played a few of the original games anyway i'd love to get more involved in the show somehow i'll send an email soon parker well thanks for that if you want your review right on the show be sure to drop us one but for now let's kick it on over to the topic and welcome to the topic our topic today is pokemon unite (laughs) and the disaster that is the announcement uh it's it's almost as bad as gen one right Oh my gosh. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Boy's gonna come to your house if you keep it up, I swear. So it's fine, I've got enough cash. So this week this week uh (laughs) this week Jen uh not Jen but uh we had the other Pokemon presents that we talked about last week. I would like to note that I I said this was probably a possibility (laughs) as an announcement. (laughs) I would like to note that. To give credit where credit is due, not only did you call that it was going to be a massive multiplayer online battling arena Pokemon game, the logo is even purple and orange. Oh, no. I hope that has nothing to do with it. I hope that's not true. (laughs) Uh, Because I want more DLC. I want more DLC. I'm sorry, the logo is orange and purple. Oh, we're sad. I'm sad. No more DLC. 
Uh, no, Pokemon Unite, for those of you unaware, is a multiplayer uh, mul- multiplayer online battle arena game uh, in the similar vein to League of Legends and Dota. I don't even know what Dota stands for. Does Dota stand for anything? Do you know, Shamu? Dawn of the Ancients. Oh, I didn't know that until I learned something today. Not only not only was Fire not resistant to Ice in Gen 1, but also it's called Dota stands for Dawn of the Ancients. Okay. I remember yeah. what it is. It's just a, it's the actual, like, it's, it's old. I just remember watching a video on something like that. Keep getting school today. Yeah, these games today are, these games are typically you get a group of like four other people with you and you go and you try to capture points um, and you fight the other team and whoever gets the points wins. Yeah, I think I summed it up, right? That's how a MOBA works. And, yeah. And uh, be, be, I think I like, you know, what's really weird is that I feel like I have to explain this because nobody in the Pokemon community really wants to ca- wants to care <laughs> about what this, yeah, story, what this type it's of- not a, like uh, the Pokemon audience is not exactly the target audience for this kind of game. I feel I'm very surprised by it. I think so. So, OK, so this game got announced. You got five Pokemon on each side. They try to capture flags. It, it reminds me a lot of um the way I think about it is uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, which is really bad. But they they have these capture points. They have to go capture it. But on top of that, that was what the Pokemon Presents was, where everybody was speculating their horror way about what it was. And they're just like, Ishihara had an Espeon, an Umbreon behind him and didn't think about, oh, man, the latest line of City Cuties was up to Gen 2. And they thought that meant Let's Go Johto was happening. Uh, but they forgot to like be like, well, there's a Mewtwo there too, and a bunch of other stuff. But whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's just me. Yeah. So the Pokemon community got themselves really hyped up that like a Gen Four remake announcement was coming, or a Gen or like a let's go essentially something better than what we got. Uh, pretty much anything better than what yeah. we got. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anything is better than what I, I honestly. Even Pokemon Smile is somehow more. I, I think Pokemon like, Sleep would have had like I I feel really bad because uh, JLT was on the server this week and he was talking about like mm-hmm. maybe it's a Pokemon Sleep announcement and I'm like I think you're overhyping how excited people are for Pokemon Sleep and then I then this happened and I'm like I think people would have taken the Pokemon Sleep announcement better. I I think I think yeah. there would have been more hype. Yeah, it's it's like literally. We had people on the server going, well, at least it's not Let's Go Johto, barf. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, but I would have been happy with Let's Go Johto I, rather I, than this. So, so my positive spin on it is that it's not Let's Go Johto. Um, because I, I think, I, I'm sorry, Winsicott, I think you're in the minority. I'm not saying I like the Let's Go games. Per, like, if they never make another, I'm fine with it. But, you know... If they give it to me, especially if I find it at a discount, I'm going to play it and I'm going to get, like, I don't know, 10 hours of enjoyment out of it. That's probably true. I'm going to go, yeah, okay, that was okay. I I just don't think, I personally don't think Let's Go is going to happen again. I've said it several times on the show. I just don't think it's going to happen again. Especially with just like, especially the number of people who are just like, thank God it wasn't Let's Go Jodo 2. Um, I'm just like, wow, that's that's a lot of angst to have. (laughs) <laughs> it's more I like can... it's more like when when they this is all about them making another announcement like a separate one oh, yeah. and say like announcing an announcement and of course people are gonna get hyped up like they gave us pokemon snap 
something we had wanted for like 21 years. And they said, oh, but we have something else coming next week. And it's like, I assume like 99% of people in the world eat dessert after their meal. So, Mm. you know... The only reason I thought, yeah, I'm going to be okay with Let's Go Jojo. The only reason I thought Let's Go Jojo was even a possibility was because, well, this has to be something big, right? Which I think is the reasoning behind everyone in the Pokemon community. So, uh, Well, because it was the fact that it said, hey, we have a separate announcement for a upcoming title or a new title. And it's like... And you then you put that, this. we say that, yeah. the fact that you're having a separate announcement that you're not just tagging at the end, it makes it seem like it's something much bigger. Yeah, and then you and find out it's a very early development Pokemon Mobile with like. But the way characters. they worded it, like Ishihara, I, like, I hope it wasn't like a mistranslation. They usually don't have those in these announcements. Like, they're very carefully crafted. But he said something like, it's a project they're working really hard to develop, which implied it was something that took a lot of work, like, for example, a main series game or an almost main series game. Yeah. So something that was developed by someone else, essentially. <laughs> it just... Um, it, it I, was just like... it. They they put much more expectation. It's part of, partial for us because we were, we're expecting a new like, spin-off or main series game around this time. We usually get announcements, like, around this time with... Uh, like, so it's usually... Something it's, in the works yeah. or something newer. Like, may not even a main, Gary, main game, but, like, even Let's Go or something, another actual title, and then... Mm, I don't know about that. So when it's not um, a mainline game, or not, like, a new generation, they typically announce at the end of May, beginning of June. This is the end of June, um, and if you actually look at the timing of when we got this announcement and what it is, this was definitely probably going to be announced at the North American International Championship, because they mean for this to be a yeah, fourth leg of their competitive scene, and the North American International Ugh. Championship was supposed to take place this weekend, and it, it yeah. obviously didn't. And so, I mean, that's that's what happened. I mean, I think it's um, I think it was just a bad way to do a... um a quote-unquote COVID maneuver. That's what I'll call it. Um, because they were had this thing yeah. that COVID screwed up the plans and they didn't know what to do. And so they're just like, oh, we'll just drop this presentation that we say is a brand new thing. And because like the way, because they did something similar-ish for Pokken when it came out. Um, and mm-hmm. they didn't announce Pokemon Snap beforehand. That's the difference, I think. And yeah, and that's that's really it. But uh, I want to just like break from all of the negativity because like yeah i think they announced this horribly it, it's very much like the diablo mobile game uh yeah. where, where the guy <laughs> just yells don't you have phones when everybody's like we wanted an actual diablo game not this and i mean i feel like that's what everybody feels about pokemon unite is we wanted an actual pokemon game but not this not this whatever it is and i as a uh, i as a pokemon fan don't comprehend this outrage um, on so many levels because so many people, I don't know if these are the same people. I, I'll say that because this is just like, um, the internet as you can't just like say the internet's a person, but the internet exploded last year when Sword and Shield came out saying they were rushed and in development. And this is the mm-hmm. fourth year in a row that Game Freak put out a game. They need to slow down and they need to take a break, all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden we're here where we're just like, we want another Pokemon game to be announced for this Christmas. And it's just like, well, do we though? 
do we want another Pokemon game? Because like you guys want them to take their time and take a year off. I I want them to take a year off. It comes down to the fact that people are used are getting used to it, and then yeah, now that like, it's no bueno. It's, it, it's going back and forth where it's like when they get the game, like yeah, they should have taken more time, but like well, we want a game. It, it's a weird thing, and I, it's a bad the cycle. DLC, yeah, the best the deal, yeah, the bad cycle. The DLC is a good way to kind of like pace it a bit. I like but the DLC. This, it, I, I just like think the it was DLC. the fact that people were. This got a lot of flack. I think people felt betrayed with the fact of like how they did. They could have just put this before stuff or like put it on top of it all, and it would have been fine. It exactly. was a separate announcement. I think they could have worded it differently the week prior, and instead of saying it's a new project we're working on or something like that, they could have somehow phrased like phrased it as like a new experience. Well, even then, but if like they had just there must called have been a, it like a collaboration. Yeah, if they would have said collaboration, yeah. I feel like everything would have been different. Yes. Everything would collaborations one hundred percent of the what the word they should have used. I think that is literally their mi- misstep is they should have used the word collaboration. Yeah, the collaboration would have been fine because also think too is I I don't play League of Legends but or well no there's another, there's another game that's it's actually a flat out like a reskin of I oh think. this is a reskin this is a reskin of something else that Tencent makes. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but there was a name for it. It was like Arena of something. Maybe yeah, it's or, a Arena Valor. Is that what it is? Or that Valor Arena? Right. I was thinking. Something like that. I, I have no idea. I hate those kinds of games. Like, the only reason I know they exist is that I get ads on my other games or on YouTube. So I'll totally, 100%, if this is at the North American International Championship next year, I will un- I will unironically have Puckle sponsor a team. Because, <laughs> because I think this is going to be as popular as Pockin is for that. And I feel like we can so get top 16. up, you win. I think if we, get t- we can get top 16 by, like, showing up. Yeah, <laughs> I th- I think it'll be a fun game. I'm just pr- as a like as a as a possible player. I'm just hoping that they give us more than ten Pokemon. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, because I'm like, okay, so the whole thing is you have two teams of five, and you have the three. You have Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, Pikachu, Clefable, Machamp, Gengar, Snorlax, Lucario, and Talonflame to choose from. That's like so essentially. Teams will probably end up coming down to like you see the five same five same units and like yep. maybe one different because most likely there will be a better like there will be a tiering for that like yep. one will, like five of those are probably gonna be better than all the others like flat like I have they're not I don't think it's gonna get balanced that well yeah I think we I don't know and where also we were looking I'm, at it they're using the uh, Pokemon Go trainer models it looks like at least in the trailer I'm very mm. upset by the fact that they didn't give a release date for it either they're just like this is happening. No. Yeah, it's like, we're working on this, and it, honestly, it did look fairly polished for what it was. I mean, they were allegedly playing a demo battle, and I say allegedly because I'm I'm not, like, 100% convinced. I, yeah. I don't think it was live. No. Or even, I think it was just a pre-recorded footage, and they had a script essentially go off of. Because it just came down to, we're showing gameplay, and these people are screaming. Especially because, like, the people they had in the in the video, they had different kinds of phone. And yeah. I don't believe for a moment that a gaming development can run on all those kinds of different devices. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way. You there's right. crossplay. It's switching your phone, you can do yeah. crossplay between that. Which is nice. That's a very good thing they, they did. Like, that's how you do that. It's just yeah, I like I like the cross-platform playing. I wish it wasn't something else. Like I feel like every time we're gonna hear something new about this game, there's gonna be something else to complain about without even having well, to be too whiny about it. Like, for example, 
for example, they say at one point in the announcement that type effectiveness is not a thing. Like, this is really not a Pokemon game. It's another game with a Pokemon skin. Yeah, no, no. When, when they do that kind of stuff, you, I absolutely agree with you um, that that they do that. What? what you, okay, so so this was like, the fan reaction was horrible. Oh my gosh, this thing's at 155,000 dislikes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, watching it live was kind of insane, too, because like, you just see like, look away for a second, like, Oh, about yeah. maybe like two, five seconds, not even, and it went from like at least ten thousand to twelve thousand. Yeah, it just it, it, it was like, just whoa. going crazy. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, was just going down. It was not a good time. I I get it. I I definitely get the outrage. Um, I take very I take a lot of positive notes from this. One, they didn't announce a mainline game this year, so that makes me extremely optimistic. Well. You have you have to consider something like we have never been in a situation before where there was essentially an announcement at the beginning of the year oh, yeah, that yeah. covered the whole year because the DLC comes out in autumn in the fall, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we already have our full release slot for a it's kind of a piece of a main game Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I fully... I, so, it's a unique situation. So, so what I fully expect at this point... Be, like, this made me happy because, one, there's nothing for them to market after after Crown Tundra at this moment. They're not really going to push forward with that. Um, there's They're not going to push forward with uh, with Crown... With any, like, like oh, man, we got to push the game in November, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what I What I really feel might happen now is because of the crazy success that the expansion pass has gotten, it'll be kind of like, I, I could see it happening kind of like the super smash brothers, uh, expansion pass where when crown tundra comes out, we'll get another like per- Pokemon presents or Pokemon direct to be like, Hey, crown tundra comes out. Release. Yeah, yeah. The day of the release. And then they also say, by the way, we're going to come out with more. They'll probably yeah, like whatever they do, uh, a direct talking about Tundra, they'll probably mm-hmm. add at the very end because that's what they did with Smash. Like, hey, here's this last fighter, but guess what? We're working on another one, and we're adding yeah. something yeah. to it. They'll probably do that. Yeah, that's and the that's unique what I'm situation. Expecting. The unique situation also helps with that because you know there's a slot for a game in the fall, but you've already bought it because yeah, exactly. it's attached to the first part of the DLC, so you don't have to worry about taking the spotlight away from the Crown Tundra because people have already purchased it with an attach rate that is absolutely insane. Yes. So uh, I, I'm very excited. Like I, I just want more DLC because Isle of Armor was really good. And yeah. um, it like Isle of Armor like re reinvigorated me to be like, this is awesome. This is Pokemon. This is what I want. And I assume Crown Tundra is going to be more of the same to an extent, maybe a little, obviously a little bit different because it's going to be focused more on legendaries. Um, mm-hmm. but like, I, I'm very excited just for that. Like, I, I'm very excited and I hope they can do more for me. Like after this, um, like give me another area to go explore and I can go get a Breloom finally or a Gliscor. <laughs> um, cause there's, I mean, there's plenty of Pokemon like that. They, they, um, even if you look at like the crown tundra quote unquote leak, I'm going to call it, it's a data mine. <laughs> I, I, I believe in the roster for the data mine. Um, yeah, I hear that. I hear that my dream of uh, a full sheep team is not going to be realized. It is not. It is not. I'm very, I'm very surprised that the company that made a five hundred dollar plush for a particular Pokemon is not putting said particular Pokemon in their video game. 
Right? It even got Fine. There's only one sheep, but we all know it's Bulu. It's fine. fine. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sitting right here, Shamu. Well, what's it at the c- cotton ball? Was it c- no, it's also it like a, a ram. Sheep. It's a sheep. It's a ram. I know it also looks like a cotton ball, and it also looks like popcorn, but the animal part of Whimsicott is a ram. Huh. The animal part of the plant of the ram. Well, okay, but it's, then we can talk about, like, Bulbasaur. It's based on the vegetable <laughs> lamb of Tartary. It's based on a lamb that's also a vegetable. And it also is April <laughs> in the Unova horoscope because Aries. Yeah, ram. that's true. That, that's make me... Why, why, am I, why do I play Pokemon? What? Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why we're here right now, and it's okay. Um, uh, all I'm saying is maybe TPCI. I wish TPCI had a better relationship with their fan base. I feel like this is just like the latest in a series of just like a year of missteps. I won't even say a year of missteps, um, because like I, I think the DLC was like a very high point. A year of communicative. Yeah, I think they just. I think they've just been very bad at communicating. So I need to prove this. So what kind of po- what what's the Mareep's Pokemon classification? I don't know what Mareep is. The it's the wolf Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, the yeah. wolf the Pokemon. Pokemon. Wooloo okay. is the sheep Pokemon. Okay, that's fine. Oh, okay, but- I'll give you that. <laughs> that's fine. Like- I I don't care. <laughs> it's salty Shamu day. Get ready. I don't care. Uh, all right, but this is uh yeah that was uh this has been a time. Pokemon, Pokemon presents. Yeah, I just think it's been a very bad misstep. This that was a bad marketing misstep. Um, I'm sure it's because Tencent sent them like a a bunch of money and said, "Hey, make it its own thing." Um, yeah. And even on top of that, like, there's also the issues with Tencent itself as a company that I don't want to completely mm. ignore. So people are just like, "Oh, so you're endorsing that?" And it's like, not really. No. Uh, <laughs> not really. Uh, I I like human rights. Um, so. Uh, I I would say that, but um, if we yeah, that, that is honestly like the the one thing that is like bothering me about this. I don't care that there is a Pokemon game that I'll never play and I am yeah, not yeah. interested in. I, I agree with because that. they didn't like put resources. It's not like Game Freak is making this, but yeah. I am kind of salty that they're associating with people who associate with really bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I think a lot of people are also who are upset. This is me from perusing the Pokemon subreddit, which is a terrible <laughs> thing to do at this point in time. But oh yeah, uh, I usually do it just to, like get a pulse on the saltiest part of the community because that's where they go. They all seem to think that people really care about their opinions, by the way, and they kind of just treat it like a personal <laughs> blog. Because like the number of times that I just see like. I'm disappointed in the Pokemon community because blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, it's just like post after post of the exact same thing over and over again. It, it is the absolute definition of an echo chamber. But Mm-mm. it, uh, like the fact that they hated it so much and it's just like over and over again. I'm just like, but they were using like the Tencent thing as like, I think it was a convenient excuse for them because they, Pokemon announced this partnership yeah. like a year ago. Exactly. I don't think uh, any of the people who were leaving dislikes on the video knew about it until someone dug it up. Yes. And then they used it as, you know, uh, as a way to enforce what they were already saying. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I hope that these people actually care, but I'm not so sure about yeah, that's, it. That's you know the, what I mean. Yeah, that's the only part that bothers me is I think some people might be using that as an excuse to be mad. And uh, yeah. I, I hope that's not the case. Um, all I all I can say is you know I, if you if you're yeah. I'll say I say this if you're getting mad about this and you're using this as part of your argument 
inform yourself and find out if there's something you can do. Even just make a tweet about it to inform other people that there's some shady stuff going on. Like, show us that you actually care by using your time and energy, not just to whine, but to do something nice about it. Uh, And even then, uh, Shamu and I are probably still going to play the game. Um, I'll probably, I'll know. probably play around. But, but <laughs> well, uh, we're we're probably gonna like when it comes yeah. out, we're probably gonna play it for like a day and a half and like get okay at it, and then be like, yeah, that was good, and that's it. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. hoping they released more characters for the game. That's I hope so too. I hope so aspect. too. Because that's that's the lackluster roster. Honestly, the gameplay just looks very basic. It, it's it like seems like a, a reskin. Ba- baby's first MOBA. That's exactly. Kind of I was about to say that. Yes. Uh, we want to group more mobile players for our other games. So play this. It's like what Wizards of the Coast is trying to do to the TCG. That's 100% yeah. what I expect. Well, let's make baby mm-hmm. magic and then they'll go to magic when they're older, which yeah. is kind of... <laughs> it it kind of happened, yeah. Uh, but on that note, this is a good place to stop. We will uh, take a short break and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> episode and welcome to our pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national decks number 637 volcarona the sun pokemon it's pokemon shield pokedex entry says this pokemon emerges from a cocoon formed of raging flames ancient murals depict volcarona as a deity of fire so volcarona came back in isle of armor we can all applause um and so because of that, it's uh, people are obviously using it because it's a great Pokemon. Base speed of 100, base special attack of 135, um, special attack. And then his special defense isn't bad either. Base 105? Like, no. that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. It's solid overall. It's just like, I think, a little... Yeah, no, I think, it's just lacking physical defense. It's a, yeah, like physical... HP is 85, which eight, is tolerable. Yeah, if HP is 85, which isn't bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's it's usable. It's yeah, not, it's exactly. Not, if it had sixty HP, this thing would probably be way used like less. Just yes, for that, like, I agree. With you that. would be able to take much. Yeah, but with base five, you're yeah. you're you're at a point where you can do something. Base sixty attack and base sixty five defense. So if you want to destroy it, you have to hit it physically, um, especially because it gets quiver dance and it's just going to be bu- bulking up anything that's special. <laughs> the yeah, just, yeah. just throw, hit it with rock tomb. It's dead. Yeah, hit it hit it with anything. Hit it with sneeze on it with a rock type move. You're fine. Exactly. Um, so we found a fun team on the Smogon forums. I want to give credit to Big BM uh, over there, uh, as we're going to use his team today, just because it looks like a lot of fun. Um, yes. Because he was just like, he was just like, you know what? Isle of Armor came out. The season still lasts for another. How much was it? It wasn't even that long. Um, it, it only lasts until the end of the month. So I just figured I'd make a fun team. He he said he, he's just had a lot of fun using it, and so uh, I guess I'm going to take the first two, and then we'll just guess from there, um, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make some comments. So obviously we have Volcarona. It's holding a Koba Berry. Uh, he has a, a selection of options you can run on it. I'm going to say just the first item, just because it's fun. Um, I'm going to say the Koba Berry with Swarm as the ability. It's Timid Nature, 252 Special Attack, 252 Speed, because it's a Volcarona. Um, and it's running Quiver Dance, Bug Buzz, and Fire Blast. And then you have your options and what you want to run in that fourth move. I think, I think personally, Giga Drain is where I would go. Um, yeah. I could, I could definitely see use for Psychic though as well. Although, although it has Swarm, so you want to keep okay. your HP low. 
Yeah. Oh, that's well, true. Uh, go, that's... He also says why he has Swarm. It's because it's the yes. Flutterby the strongest in the game. Mm-hmm. And with the fact that you're running a Cobaberry or a Sash, you will get hit to that point, probably, and you will live still. Yeah. Referring, like, so you can Dynamax, hit that, then, like, you'll be... If you're Dynamaxed, you get hit by a rock move or whatever, you'll get brought down to a point where you're probably hitting Swarm at that point. Yeah, he says he likes and then he likes he, Focus Sash better, though. Well, Cobaberry, he said, is just for uh, Max Airstream users, which is fair. Yeah. But yeah, you're, yeah, that's what you're, what Shamu was saying is correct. It's just to explain why he has Swarm, because mm-hmm. most people probably run Flame Body. Like, yes. I run yeah. Flame Body, personally, because I think yeah, it's same. better. But with that mentality, that makes sense. You want to have a strong bug stab. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alolan Ninetales is also backing it up with snowboarding, which I think is great. <laughs> I love it. This is like two of my favorite Pokemon coming together. And, yes. uh, Alolan Ninetales coming in with the snowboarding with uh, just to set up the Aura Veil, 252 special attack, 252 speed. Um, this is all for Battle Stadium singles, by the way, as well. Um, and it's got Aura Veil, Freeze Dry, Moon Blast, and Sheer Cold because BSS is amazing and you can run one hit KO moves. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's honestly just there for Aura Veil because Aura Veil is nice. I I, I want to take this Mimikyu because this thing is great. Oh, do do the Mimikyu. Tell me, tell me, tell me about this Mimikyu. So, also with that Nine Tails, it's meant to take down Fat Month, which what this. He says a two-man team that is to take down numerous fat boys that run around the meadow, which is what this Mimikyu also does. With a Figgy Berry, disguise, of course, uh, max attack, max speed investment, jolly, with substitute, curse, pain split, and phantom force. <laughs> so, this is the anti-Dynamax. This is the yeah. anti-Dynamax slash anti-wall. 100%. So, so essentially luring people in to bring this thing that can take what Mimikyu can usually deal. Mm-hmm. Because usually Mimikyu is just a high offensive setup or whatever, so people expect it to start setting up. So they bring in something to wall it. So then you'd go into Substitute. And then you curse them. Then you pain split them. And you fan then continue the Phantom Force. Which he actually says you typically do in that exact order. Yeah. Which is lovely. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And like, and if he doesn't like Dynamax, it's also is meant to waste Dynamax turns. So they bring in something that will Dynamax, you can sub, and then you can Phantom Force, and you'd get through that entire Dynamax thing fine, assuming they don't outspeed you. I love it. I love I, it. It's so, so good. I love this. I uh, love and it's like, and it works with like Ninetales being able to like protect it with love. With, with Aura Veil. Yeah. This is so and much fun. Like, I want to build this and just play with it. I want to do this. I'm like, I'm reading some of this. It's like, and they are forced to recover to avoid dying with like curse and all that. You can get a free switch into nine tails and attempt to cheese them with sheer cold. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, um, it's there's like, he says Dragapult and Lapras come to mind that can give it ish- the set issues. But it's just, this is a fun mimic. I love this. It's like, it's just cheese with curse and pain split and fan. It's, oh, it's so great. And uh, then the yeah, next mod, yes, which you're going to see a lot of, you are going to see a lot of this point now that he's got hidden ability and a G-Max, uh, Cinderace. So it's holding life for, but it is a, it's Gigantamax, its ability is Libero, which all of them should be running now. I don't see a reason why you wouldn't, unless you want a pure fire type for a yeah. reason. Uh, max attack, max speed, Jolly Nature, running Zen Headbutt, Iron Head, Pyro Ball, and Sucker Punch. Um... Most things, you're going to see this a lot. Maybe not this exact set, but Cinderace will be a, very prevalent in the meta. Because it's just, it's fast, it cleans up, it gets additional. It's like Greninja, but with a bit of a reduced move pool. 
I would yeah, say. I, I think it's like balanced Greninja. That's how yeah. I would describe it. It is balanced Greninja. And this one's just set to, uh, it's set to just clean up and have a good, and, uh, a good type coverage so it can hit everything fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that headbutt for Toxapex, essentially. That's why you can run high jump kick over it if you really want. I like Zen Headbutt so you don't get walled by Toxapex, personally. Yeah. Like, I think that's fine, too. Because this team doesn't handle Toxapex well outside of that. And then, like, it's... And also, uh, G-Max Cinderace go through the uh, Max Fire. It will mm-hmm. go through abilities. So it actually deals with other Mimikyu. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. It's Mold Breaker. So it goes through, like, so it goes through Disguise. Oh, that's amazing. Um, what was the cut? I'm sorry, we saved um, you the most boring ones, too. The only other thing he mentioned that, uh, the max steel spike with Iron Head will not kill a Babiri Berry Togekiss, which is a problem, but it's assuming they're running it. Yeah, they, the not a lot of them run at that. This moment. Not a lot of them run it, I don't think. No, it's a weakness policy, I yeah. think. Yeah. Now we can It's more on. of us saying, yeah. this can't, it won't Oko it unless, if they are yeah, running it. Yeah, just, just watch out, Yeah. So the Rotomi is actually a decent-ish answer to Togekiss. It's got Citrus Berry, it's got max HP, 84 defense, 108 special attack, 4 special defense, and 60 speed with a modest nature. It's got it sounds like you just randomly chose this investment. <laughs> dark Pulse, and Nasty Plot. So it's essentially just has a little bit of bulk, just enough speed to outrun like non invested neutral nature base sixty speeds or thereabout. And you just click nasty plot and destroy stuff until you die, essentially. <laughs> it helps against then, Togekiss. <laughs> yeah, it does help against Togekiss. Uh, and then there's uh, the big boy itself, uh, Orshifu, single strike style. It's a G-Max. It's holding weakness policy. Its ability is obviously unseen fist. It's got max speed, max attack, four special defense, jolly nature. It's got wicked blow, close combat, iron head, acrobatics. And this thing just hits like a truck. It destroys things. <laughs> it's just... There's not much to say, even like the guy who made the team. Yes, he's just like have much yeah, to he's say like about it's it. inertia. It's just what do you strong. Want? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like, what do you want? It's inertia. <laughs> this he, is a he fun makes team. The, like I'm, comments of like what is like, yeah. the differences in a way, but like also that he does say with that Rotom though that like if Togekiss gets the nasty plot, there's not much he can do because yeah. like it, it's still yeah. Togekiss weak in the fact, but it's yeah. like. He, with that Rotom, he's saying it was like, it's like he uses it the least because it doesn't come up, but it's like it, it's got a, it, it works, but it's not a, it's not a cure all. I no. still think this team looks fun. Oh, it definitely is a fun. Like I want to use yeah. it tomorrow. I want to. I think I'm going to stream tomorrow now and use this team. I really do. Uh, I um, I don't know if you want to put the links to the post in the show notes. Perhaps if we can do that, uh, that way they can like read it. Well, what we can do is we can just put the showdown spot oh. in there for them or something. It's fine. I mean, I'll oh, make it. Well, I'll I, make I, it and then get a rental team code for it as well. Yeah, get a rental team. We can just post that when we mm-hmm. post the team. We can just post the link with mm-hmm. it. Yep. Uh, all right. So that is uh, that's this team. Enjoy it, and we are gonna kick it on over to the mailbag. So let's let's go read some mail. It's mail time. Sending your email. 
And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a segment of the show where you can send in emails to pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we'll probably read them. As always, it's brought to you by the energy drink known as Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Exactly. Yeah. And it's uh, it, this is the part of the show where we read your emails. Uh, like we said, you can always send them into our email address, pucklepodcast.gmail.com. We typically have a we typically have a prompt. Last week was, what have you thought of Isle of Armor so far? And we are going to just jump right into it. Our first email this week is going to be from Sleeves, and I think uh, Whimsicott has that one. I do. Sleeves says, Hello, Puckle Peeps. I'm writing this email much later this week than I expected. I've been having so much fun catching Pokemon in part one of the Pokemon DLC that I'm writing this pretty late. But that's okay, because I still have a lot to talk about. The first part of the DLC reintroduced a few mechanics seen in previous games as we've noticed. Notably the first, Apricorns and Apricorn Balls, which, we were right, we get by chucking them into the Cramomatic. Oh, by the way, I think we finally have percentages on that. Isn't it like 1%? It's 1%? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is depending that? On, like, if if you dedicate all the colors that represent that ball, it's yeah. 1%. And then it's, no matter what you put in, it's a 0.1 for a sport and 0.1 for a safari. That's awful! That's so, for example, let's say you put in four different colors, you have a 0.25 chance for each of those Kurt balls. I hate this. I hate everything that you're saying. <laughs> this is awful. It's I would say I'll make it worse, but I don't know what else to say to make it worse. That's probably something like it's That's They literally implemented it in the worst way they possibly could have. Uh, oh, well, continue. <clears throat> but then, out of nowhere, we got following Pokemon back. I don't think anyone other than the people hoping for it since Gen 4, or Let's Go, but those aren't main series games, are they? Uh, but they were certainly a fun surprise. I don't know if you saw this, but on the general chat on Discord, I uploaded a photo of me on my upgraded bike, which was red and white to match Rocket, my Cinderace. Also, may I say that the bike upgrade was pretty sweet. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was nice. The outfit actually looks cool now, and the black and white trails are so pleasing to the eye. I also find it ironic that they managed to screw up the mandatory outfits with the original bike outfit, but made the dojo uniform, which you have the option to change out of, look super cool. Yeah, that's true. Also, have you seen the reward for the completion of the Isle of Armor decks? It's a giant gold crown cosmetic. Don't get me wrong, I think that's pretty fun, but wouldn't it make more sense to give it to you after the crown tundra dex completion? <laughs> she has yes. a point. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for reading this email. I've been having so much fun filling out both dexes and seeing all the lush environment around me. The visuals are stunning. Anyway, catch you guys on the flip-flop, sleeves, and Pangorno the Arshifu. Pangorno, that's so good. I love it. Ah, that's good. I I appreciate that one. This next one is from Andrew. I've got this one. Hi, Puckle crew. I just started listening once my university classes ended in person, and I had a bit more time on my hands to enjoy Pokemon and make it more of a regular hobby. This is my first time writing in. We're aware, Andrew. We would have known if you'd written in before. We know most people. I love the show, and and it makes me feel like I have a community of people who love Pokemon as much as I do. Thank you for all you'll do. Oh. As a warning that this is a quite positive review of the aisle, I have personally avoided any spoilers or reviews as I want to make sure I complete every aspect before I look into what other people are saying. Here's what I loved. The map layout of the wild area is so cool, especially in comparison to the general wild area in the normal Galar region. 
100% correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. It has so many small caves and tunnels that make it just mo- make it much more fun to explore. Every Pokemon seems to be placed very strategically, and it seems much more likely that each Pokemon would actually reside in an environment similar to the ones they spawn in. Avery is a very well-written character. His dialogue is very witty. His an- hat animation with Pokeballs is sick. So true. And his arc, while short, is well-paced and makes it fun to learn more about him. Also, Miss Honey deserves a shout-out because she just does. No, no, she doesn't. No. She wants all of my watts. She's evil. <laughs> Let me pay you 3.3 million watts to just go on a walk. Yep. Oh, evil. <laughs> the Kramomatic does, in fact, produce Afrikorn balls, so I feel Scrawn feels vindicated. I think it's horrible, but I, I'd rather go battle the Elite Four. I'm just going to say He's that. right, though. Like I, I was like, no, that's not going to happen, and I was wrong. So, yeah, he's right. I should apologize. That's, that's true, but it's also done in the worst way possible. <laughs> true. But he was right. Yeah, he was right. We're just sad. The open water has great islands and f- really fills the void of making the world feel seem more of an endless adventure. My biggest complaint with the main Galar map is the lack of water that expands into the ocean. At least rideable water, since there's nowhere to go out into the ocean beside Nessa. Also, since there were lots of cute details that made me very happy, from the life-size whale lord that just sits out there, to the sound effect of the glitter bike, to the Sharpedo chasing you down like prey... That makes you happy? I'm sorry, no, no, no. Someone get something to control the Sharpedo population because I cannot stand them. It is kind of They never leave you alone. And of course, the all-important girl who shows you a random Pokemon not in your Pokedex for a quite reasonable 100 watts. I actually like that. Like, I I didn't know what to chase. Like, at one point I had a, um, a hole in my Pokedex and, like, I was like, what could this possibly be? And then I, I actually looked and it was like, oh, so it's one single spot. It's right after Pinsir. Yeah. It's probably Heracross. <laughs> yeah. But the girl did help for something else, you know? Yeah. It's, it, no, it is nice because like, especially if you didn't know what was coming back, it was nice mm, to be yeah. able to help find that. Here's what disappointed me a bit. There were no new Galarian forms. Not that I expected them, but it would have been cute for Game Freak just to throw in like throw in a Galarian Donfin or something. Uh, I think that's just, like, expectations again, and it ends up with the Pokemon yeah. Unite situation. Secondly, why why in the name of Arceus can I not change my Urshifu form? Like, was that necessary? You know what? That's 100%. The fact that they don't give you access to both towers after the fact is kind of dumb. It's more of us to make you make a choice and to trade with others. It's- I kind of get it, but if you only get one Urshifu, it's kind of dumb. I mean... The thing is, you can't get another Kabfu yeah. in the game. Well, because the thing is asking for you to de-evolve your Pokemon to re-evolve it. That's what that's it. Like, because mm. you're evolving it into a certain style. Not you, but like that's what they're saying. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, I get it. I, I would no, much rather no. just have access to to both towers after the fact. That's that's honestly it. But the thing is, if you have access to another Kabfu, you either have access to another save file that's or true. someone traded you a Kabfu. So. That someone could have traded you an Urshifu, or you could have gotten the other Urshifu in your other game file. So, it's not that bad. I also personally think that Kubfu is an unnecessary Pokemon, but that's just me. <laughs> He's cute, though. He's very cute. He is cute. I just, like, I had him for all of 30 minutes. <laughs> Maybe if I, like, played through a game and, like, went to the Isle of Armor in between, it would feel like I'd feel more attachment to Kubfu. 
I mean, they do say it comes from a different region, oh, so maybe nice. you can get it in a future Pokemon game at a reasonably early level, and you can play through the game with it. That would be cool if they did that. It might even have a normal evo- evolution that's not stylized. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would be cool. Because these are both stylized like, that's evolutions. True. Like, they evolve... Oh, it learned this style of fighting, so it's this type. Oh, this so he's just, like, gen- he's just like General Urshifu instead of like Rapid Strike or Single Strike. Or it could be mm-hmm. a tutor move at the point. Like, hey, you can get a, this move as a tutor. Or both these moves as tutors, but you're just, like, fighting type. That would be cool. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a different region. We could see it. If it's a different region, we could see it in the future. I could, I, I like that a lot just because I'm a fan of just Pokemon continuity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we obviously don't have, but that's that's for another day. Let's see. Third, and this is the most important gripe. Why are there no footprints when walking on sand? That messed me up. It upset me. It hurt me deeply. Right. Didn't we, like, have those in, like, Gen 3? We did. But, uh, okay, moving on. But overall, I was pleasantly surprised, with, and the Isle of Armor actually exceeded expectations. I'm Now I'm very excited for Crown Tundra in the fall. Sorry this was a bit long, as I'm sure you got far too many emails this week, Andrew. No problem. That was a good length email. I liked it. Thank <laughs> you for the paragraphs. Uh, not everybody does that. Uh, so our last one today is going to be from, I believe, uh, Mega Flygon. All right. I'll take it. Yep. All right. Hello, Satch and supremely magnificent co-hosts. Mega Flygon here for another mailbag question. I love the Isle of Armor and pretty much everything about it. Before the Isle of Armor, Sword was getting a bit boring. I didn't want to try to com- create competitive Pokemon because I had no idea how the meta was going to change. Now I'm working on the Pokedex still, and... After getting full affection on Kubfu, I evolved it into Single Strike Urshifu. What form did you guys or gals choose, and what was your favorite part of the Isle of Armor? I chose the, I chose Rushing Strikes because I thought it was going to be better, but it Me seems too. that they're We're both... Wrong. Sing- uh, well, at least in OU, Single Strike is better, and it's probably going to get banned, I think. I, I think Urshifu will get banned, yes, 100%. I, th- I think <laughs> it will, like, at least the Single I think strike both Urshifu sure. will get banned, yeah. A single Strike for sure will get banned. It's gonna have one. Actually, as of right now, has one flat-out counter. Yeah, it it, it feels much like Hydreigon. It, it's just like it's way too good. The way to play around it is just it doesn't matter when you just die. You can just get to a point where you have Urshifu in, and it just clicks Wicked Strike, and it kills everything because they're all crit. And, and then it, it, it it's gonna do fifty percent at least to anything that comes in. So you're gonna lose a Pokemon, and you can't protect. Yeah. And you can't protect. There's no way to stall it out. Like I'm, I'm interested. I don't. I won't say excited, but I'm interested to see how VGC plays around with Urshifu. Ooh. Yeah, that might it might be an issue. Interested is my interested is the way I put it. Not excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, because like that's where like his ability is really gonna go into play. Where it's just like I'm breaking protects. I'm G Max. I'm breaking Max guards. And yeah, it, like insane. that's where I'm scared. That's what I'm scared of. And VGC is a lot of run protect. And if you can't protect mm-hmm. the VGC, then uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and especially dark type. Dark type hits a lot of things neutrally. You can see a lot more like follow me in like spotlight. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, that's what you're gonna have to do. Actually, uh, Shinotic might be a sin because it gets spotlight. I know that, and it'll resist dark and water. Yeah, yeah. That and it gets strength sap, and and, yeah. it gives, and also gets. I think it gets a text board, so you can spot. Shinonic gets its day in the sun, <laughs> except it's better in the rain. Yeah, I'm, jo- I'm making. <laughs> I'm, yeah, okay, we're moving on. 
But yeah, thank you for those emails. If we didn't read your email, I think I'm going to try to do a YouTube video this week to record the uh, the ones that we didn't get to, mostly because one of them was very, very long. And it was very heartfelt, and I wanted to read it. It's just, if we read it on the show, it's going to take up the whole mailbag segment, and I didn't want to do that. So uh, we're going to go ahead and put up some kind of video on YouTube, either on Monday or Tuesday, with, with that in there. So... Thank you for that. If you want to email us next week at PucklePodcast at gmail.com, you can let us know what you think of Pokemon Unite slash the announcement. Uh, I'm very curious to hear what you guys hear or what you guys say, just because uh, I, I want to know, like, is the community actually mad? Like, are you guys mad or was it just like a bunch of people on YouTube who were mad? I, I'm very curious. And yeah, so send that in PucklePodcast at gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, you could do so in a lot of ways. Most importantly, the Discord. You should come to Discord. Hang out with me, Shamu, and Whimsicott. We're always on Discord. We love hanging out on Discord. You guys are cool. We can hang out with you. We can talk some Pokemon. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, all those things. You can always go ahead and follow us over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, where I stream try to stream on thursdays this week i'm doing tuesday and thursday i'm very excited for it and so you guys can come over and hang out watch watch some pokemon over there as well uh you can also go ahead and follow us on youtube at youtube.com slash user slash or channel slash puckle podcast it's puckle podcast on youtube you guys you're, you're the youth you know how to do these things so you can go <laughs> over there subscribe to us we've got the puckle plays fire red going on over there which is a lot of fun uh shamu has said he wants to wait until the end so that he can kill pokemon that's the plan. We, we'll try. We'll try not to let him. Uh, we'll we'll see how that the, goes. The, the last, the final villain. The, fi- the final <laughs> villain is Shamu. Isn't that Bo? Uh, no, I I think I might be able to get Bo for the last episode. We'll see. Ooh. And I don't know if Bo's more of a villain. He's. I don't think he's gonna actively try to kill the team. I know. No, I think. I think. <laughs> I just want him for. I just literally want him for like the Elite Four run, so he can he'll he'll voice act <laughs> his part. That's the only reason I want him. Perfect. So that that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, so please check it out. It's a lot of fun. Just we get to hang out with co-hosts and we just have a good time playing Pokemon Fire Red. And if we if we get enough support for that, we might move on to like Soul Silver or Heart Gold. So definitely keep a lookout for that. Other things, if you want to support the show, there's a few ways to do that monetarily. One, you can go over to Twitch, drop a Twitch Prime subscription. We really appreciate that. You could always go to T Public and purchase something from the Puckle Store, which is in the show notes as always. And you uh, you can always go over to um, what's that other place? Um, Vite Ramen and use code Puckle for ten percent off. We really appreciate that. Uh, or you can go over to Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Puckle Podcast, and you can support us there. Uh, get things like Pokemon, uh, cool Pokemon. Maybe that's where we'll, what we'll, where we'll put the rest of the TCG mats that we have. And I haven't decided how we're going to do that yet. And also the. Uh, and also how we're going to you, uh, we just do a bunch of distributions and stuff like that. We really appreciate you guys supporting us and uh, look out for things in the future. Also, if you're on Discord, fun fact, I'm putting this right at the end of the show because I know not everybody listens to here. But on Discord, I'm going to just be doing like a random giveaway like all week um, for Pokemon. So just keep the lookout for that. It's always going to be the announcements channel too, which I know nobody pays attention to. So... <laughs> On that note, though, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Shamu. And I have been the Fluckiest Whipsicut. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.